Okay, welcome everybody to day one of our Olympic coverage here with Live, Sail, Die. Uh, proudly brought to you by Predict Wind and BNG and a, a special thanks to the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron for letting us use the library up here in, in the clubhouse in this uh, very wintry, stormy Auckland day. Sitting next to me I've got Olivia Christie and Andrew Brown. Welcome everybody. So we've got Olivia Christie here, who is the New Zealand Women's Laser Radial Champion. Olivia, you qualified New Zealand, um, the Olympic spot, but unfortunately Yachting New Zealand decided not to send you to the Olympics. It must be a little bit bittersweet sitting back watching day one of the Olympics here. Yeah, it's um, definitely an interesting feeling, um, but I'm enjoying watching it it's definitely motivating to get back out on the international race circuit and, and see what we've learned over the last awesome, awesome to use uh, see all those camera footage and that for damn good coaching tools as well right exactly yeah yeah and so with not being selected obviously um, a real shame but you say you're motivated you're going for the next games what were the sort of the, the criteria that Yachting New Zealand gave you to, to not send you after after qualifying the country um, it's a little bit complicated, but it's essentially uh, you have to get a top 10 or a very good performance at a world championship event. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, our last worlds, there were four Dutch in the top 10. Um, mm. And now there's only one, for instance, at the Olympics. So it's a bit of a different um, game to the Olympics. But um, yeah, definitely that's what I'm aiming for next time. And I know that's what. That's what needs to be done. Mm. And because New Zealand didn't select the laser radial, it got passed down the line to the next country. That country was Spain, I believe. Yeah, that's right. So Christina from Spain uh, got our spot. So she actually uh, won the first race yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> so on her. So I'm definitely going to be uh, watching her progress closely. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, let's uh, move into the first race yesterday and we'll concentrate firstly on the, on the laser class brownie. Um, Light sort of 10 knots is slowly easing throughout the race. Choppy, choppy conditions. Lots of waves bouncing off the shoreline. Looked like, looked like real tough conditions to be sailing a laser in. Yeah, it was tough. Um, at the uh, beginning of the day, the radial started first and they had an offshore. Uh, and this is caused from the uh, typhoon. And then the, that breeze died and there was a short delay and the lasers got out with a with a sea breeze. Also what's interesting is the currents in um, Sagami Bay are quite strong and especially with that typhoon out just sliding to the south of Tokyo that increases the currents and you could really see it on the water and that increased the chop and it also made some of the um, some of the upwinds quite biased to, to uh, one tack. Which was quite interesting. Yeah, so you know, if we look at that laser laser race, we had the you know one of the pre-event favourites, the French Bernays, had a had a nice win. Um, some of the other contenders up the front there, but a, a tough start for Sam Meach, Olivia. Um, yeah, definitely. But I think Sam's a really solid sailor, and I think he has an awesome mental mindset as well. He just goes out, enjoys the racing, and 
um, has excellent routines and I think he'll just uh, fall back on those routines and I fully expect to see him uh, move up the rankings very quickly over the next few races. One thing that surprised me a little bit, or not surprised me I guess, is in those light air conditions, choppy choppy stuff, you know, I would have thought, you know, I was sitting on the couch with my son talking about things and we would have, you know, I said to him, oh, it would be a tough place to start in the middle of the line and that choppy light air and, and Sam did start, you know, sort of a third away up from the pin, a little bit back in the pocket and if it do, everything doesn't go quite well for you there, as we saw, it's a tough battle to get out, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, and um, particularly the laser fleet's generally quite big, um, and I think, I know that's definitely a preferred starting kind of place for Sam, you know, not too high risk, because um, he just likes to to sail, you know, really just solid races, um, and, but I think maybe in the, how light it was, that didn't quite pay off for him um, as much in these conditions. Uh, but definitely, I'm sure moving forwards, if there's a bit more wind or um, things change, uh, that that might change as well. What was quite hard, I think, for the laser guys as well is uh, with the radials that started before them, the left was working all day, and what we saw with the with the lasers is there's quite a big clock right on both of their beats. So maybe having some of that preconceived sort of ideas of what was favoured from the races before may have actually hampered them a little bit. What's your thoughts, Cam? Yeah, well, we saw that a little bit with the Croatians. Stepanovic came off the pin, got a beautiful start at the pin and really sort of pinned his ears back out to the left there. Halfway up the beat, he couldn't quite cross. I think it was the Swede and then went back out to the left and got hung out a little bit with that right-hand shift, as you said. So he ended up rounding the top mark about 15th when he was looking really sharp halfway up the beat. But there's also the um, Cypriot that was um, real deep at the uh, at the top mark. Yeah, I think he gets my he gets my player of the day for sure. You know, he gained 23 places around the course, 27th at the top mark, and finished fourth. So, you know, and that's what this, these regattas are about. Those top guys turning a bad first beat, turning it into a keeper. A fourth is better than a keeper. I think the German, as well, the current world champion Buell, 17th at the top mark, ended up 10th. You know, those races are the ones they'll look back at at the end of the regatta and, and could really save them. Yeah, especially since there's a few, as you said earlier, a few of the top guys were, were quite deep, considering. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a tough fleet. There's a lot, there's uh, good guys all the way down through it. So, you know, the Australian right there with, uh, with Sam the whole way around the course as well. But it is only race one. Yeah, and so we just touch on quickly the other fleets that were out there. And Olivia, you know, Obviously the interest for you watching a lot as well as the uh, laser radials. Um, a pretty solid start for the, for the, German, for the German girl. Um, the Danish did really well as expected, the Croatian, but a couple of tough position, tough few races for a couple of the other favorites. Yeah, definitely. So um, Anne-Marie, uh, the Danish girl, has been a really uh, top sailor throughout the last cycle, um, winning world champs and Podiuming, podiuming at most events, so it's definitely not um, yeah. definitely not unusual to see her near the top. Um, we know the past uh, world champion and Olympic champion Merit Baumeister. She struggled a bit yesterday. Um, she's down in 18th at the moment, uh, and same with Annalise Murphy, the past silver medalist. Yeah. 
uh, and Paige Rayleigh, another top top sailor from the US, unfortunately had a bad race and an OCS, so um, two high scores for her today. Um, but uh, leading the charge at the moment is uh, Svenja from Germany. Um, so it'll be, she's been sort of around about top 10 or just outside top 10, um, but it'll be really interesting to see if she's managed to step up her game uh, mm. over the last year or so and um, see if she emerges as a real medal contender. Yeah, tough first race, first day for Baumeister and Murphy, but far from over yet in those conditions, I would say. I'd say we could see a bit of snakes and ladders going on on the scoreboard. Definitely, and particularly if the wind picks up, they're um, very, very strong in the breeze. Mm. And so also we had the RSXs out there again uh, yesterday. Three races for both of those fleets in really tough light conditions. That must have been super hard work for them. And, you know, I think most of the favourites in that fleet are still right at the top of the fleet. They've shown out at the beginning. You've got the, in the RSX men's, you've got the Swiss, Spanish and the Netherlands, first, second and third. Um, and then in the girls, you've got the French, Polish, Italian and with the, the Dutch girl, De Goose, winning the last race. What's interesting there, you've already had a protest between the first and second place getters overall. Um, a Port Starboard, which was, uh, looked like the Polish girl actually um, hit hit the French girl on, on starboard and uh, luckily there wasn't any damage as she would have actually got flicked by the looks of the findings for uh, causing damage if, if you had of so you know the, the fireworks already starting day one between the between the uh, favourites. And what's amazing is, um, especially in the in the windsurfing, you know, they're, they're all good mates and you never get a protest in the four years, five years this time of the uh, Olympic cycle and the Olympics come along and, yeah. hey, the protests start happening. So, but as, as you said, Cam, brutal, brutal day for, for those guys and girls. Like, the light weather is way harder physically with all the pumping and the and, and the techniques that go on, they, you know, and it was hot, hot, hot yesterday with that offshore. Yep. They were, they had to have a good recovery last night today. And so looking at the weather, Brownie, what have we got in store for us today? We've got two races for both the lasers and the laser radials and then three more for the RSXs. Yeah, it's, um, again, offshore, we've got a, a north-northeast, um, 12 knots, again, dying as it gets hotter and, um, and dying out, and unfortunately, from the look of predict wind from their wind models and looking at their wind maps and the the really high rears one kilometre wind map, unfortunately, it doesn't look like there'll be a sea breeze this afternoon. So, if you're on the later start, we may not see too much racing. Yeah, it's pretty tough with that with that system that's just off the coast there. It could change anything. So let's uh, fingers crossed that we get some good breezing. Yeah, exactly. But it's looking way better for the next for the next few days after that with some nice solid onshore breezes, so that'll be good. Yeah, well, thank you everybody for tuning in today. We're looking forward to watching Sam Meach have a bit of a, you know, a better day and climbing back up the leaderboard. He's got two more races, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks to Predict Wind and BNG for bringing this coverage to you. Support them, because they're supporting us. Yeah.